Good morning, everybody. You're tuning to the news at Morning Mixtape. It is Thursday, March 9th, and I'm your host, Mariana Schweitzer, reporting for CJRU 12 8 a.m. in Toronto, and these are the top stories from today. As EU head visits Canada, Trudeau announces new hydrogen deal and extra support for Ukraine. In sports, Saudi Arabia's support of the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup is under backlash. Back in Canada, Nova Scotia is the first to cut barriers to help more U.S. doctors practice in Canada. And finally, Bank of Canada keeps rates on hold and sees inflation falling, as forecasted. And then we'll hear from Leila with her segment, Pausing for Self-Care. So let's get started. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen is on a visit to Canada. In a joint press conference this Tuesday, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced more support for Ukraine in a new hydrogen agreement with Europe. As announced at the conference, Canada will extend the Operation Unifier mission, which provides engineering training in Ukraine until at least October. And Canadian medical trainers will be sent to help Ukrainian forces with combat medical skills. During the conference, von der Leyen thanked Canada for what the country's done for Ukraine. She said, Canada is doing so much more than its fair share already compared to others, and it's going way beyond what is necessary. So I want to thank Canada for that. According to von der Leyen, the military training operation that Canada initiated in Ukraine in 2015 had an effect on the early successes of much better trained Ukrainian troops after the Russian invasion began in February 2022. Trudeau also announced that Ottawa will spend $3 million to support the clearing of landmines and unexploded ordnance in Ukraine, on top of $32 million that was already committed toward mine action, according to the Canadian press. The EU is putting 43 million euros toward the same effort. The press conference this Tuesday was done at CFP Kingston, where Trudeau and von der Leyen met with Canadian Armed Forces personnel who have deployed to Poland to help Ukrainian refugees. About the collaboration between Canada and the EU, von der Leyen said, We believe in the power of cooperation, solidarity, and multilateralism. We're not only partners, we are true friends. As part of that partnership, Trudeau announced that Ottawa had signed a new hydrogen agreement with the European Union. The Enhanced Action Plan on Hydrogen will mobilize investment, support businesses, share expertise, and get clean Canadian hydrogen to Europe, said Trudeau. In sports, the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup is set to take place in Australia and New Zealand this summer. And according to The Guardian, in January, reports revealed Saudi Arabia's tourist authority as one of the sponsors of the event. Now, the Saudi government is furious after their sponsorship plans erupted in controversy. The co-hosts of this summer's tournament have opposed the sponsorship from Visit Saudi the state's tourism authority. There has also been a backlash from leading international players because of Saudi Arabia's criminalization of same-sex relationships and record on women's rights. 2019 winner Megan Rapinoe, a player for the Team USA, described the Saudi sponsorship deal as totally inappropriate. According to the Sunday Times, insiders said that FIFA is in a, quote, catch-22 situation, end quote, where it is trying to appease both Saudis and Australia and New Zealand but has found it difficult to come up with a solution acceptable for all parts. Saudi ministers are similarly frustrated that its progress on women's rights in women's football has not been recognized. 
FIFA has not commented on the issue at all, but it is understood to have been trying desperately to find some kind of acceptable compromise and held talks with the host nations on Tuesday. Australia and New Zealand reportedly have told FIFA that they do not want to visit Saudi or any other entity from the state to be a sponsor for the tournament, which starts on July 20th. James Johnson, the chief executive of Football Australia, said it would be uncomfortable with the Saudi deal and that an overwhelming consensus of stakeholders had the same view. Back in Canada, Nova Scotia is removing barriers to make it easier for doctors trained in the United States to work in the province. According to Global News, the regulatory college overseeing physicians says they will no longer be required to write a certification exam by the Royal College to work in Nova Scotia. The province is the first in Canada to make the move as part of efforts to help address a physician shortage. The CEO of the College of Physicians and Surgeons of Nova Scotia, Dr. Gus Grant, says this is a key step to help Nova Scotians who are struggling to access healthcare. Grant is currently attending national meetings in Vancouver and expects other provinces will soon follow suit. In a statement, the New Brunswick Medical Society's president says they welcome any effort to recruit more doctors and calls Nova Scotia's move another positive step. However, it's still up to the College of Physicians and Surgeons of New Brunswick to decide. Late last month, the Atlantic Premiers announced a similar step to remove barriers for doctors who wish to practice throughout the four provinces of New Brunswick, Newfoundland and Labrador, Nova Scotia and Prince Edward Island. According to Global News, they announced the creation of a regional doctor registry during a meeting of the Council of Atlantic Premiers in Prince Edward Island on February 20th. Doctors who sign up to be on the register will essentially be fully licensed in all four provinces. The Atlantic Registry is expected to launch on May 1st. Well, that was it for me today, and I'll leave you with Leila for Pausing for Self-Care. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Pausing for Self-Care with Leila Paquin. Each week, I'm going to bring a tip for you to take a break and practice some self-care. Willing to experience a fairy tale scenario with the castle, giant dragons, medieval concerts, and much more? Casa Loma is bringing this experience to Toronto this season. Imagine Dragons event. It's coming back from March 11 to 19, 2023 in Toronto with its immersive and theatrical experience where you could see yourself in the bygone area with an opportunity to go to a dragon's lair and meet knights. This year, Casa Loma has partnered with Paramount Pictures to celebrate the upcoming film Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves to be launched on March 21st. There will be some contesting opportunities and maybe some prize giveaways. According to Nick Dinonato, CEO of the Liberty Group, one of our most beloved immersive experiences at the castle, Imagine Dragons will transport visitors back to another magical place and time. He added, we are excited to partner with Paramount in advance of their film launch to offer an ideal family adventure for March break. We fully expected another sellout for one of the most exciting and imaginative experiential events staged in our city. 
there will be some interactive performances at the castle like this sword action taking place in the conservatory and also a chance for you to learn some swordsmanship. Additionally, you can take a trip through an 800-foot underground tunnel and come face-to-face -face with some dragons and by the end, meet the beast in the dragon's den. The event also offers medieval concerts, an aerialist, immersive photos, experiences, activations and more. The experience costs $40 per person and it's located at 1 Austin Terrace, Toronto, Ontario. And this is all for today. I will be back next week for some more tips for you to take a break and practice some self-care. This is Leila Takei from CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto. Thank you for listening. With this, let's wrap up our news for this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I will be back next week with some more news and morning mixtape. But until then, tune in tomorrow for more. It's CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm Mariana Schuetze. Thanks for listening. <laughs>